This is How Curious from KGOU, exploring your questions about Oklahoma. I'm Claire Donnelly. One night, when Caleb Germany was in high school, he and some of his friends drove from Oklahoma City to Guthrie. They were going to see an abandoned building. They had heard it was a haunted orphanage. We pulled up, and the place was super eerie. There was, like, one light, just this, like, yellow, nasty light that barely illuminated anything. And so it made every shadow look just that much scarier. And there was probably, like, five or six of us, and... Everybody chickened out, but there was this one girl I really wanted to impress. So I convinced her to walk up to the uh, orphanage with me. Germany says it was dilapidated and seemed huge. He thought it was glamorous in an old building way, kind of like a castle. It felt like, hey, if, if I were a ghost, this is where I'd be hanging out. But Germany and his friend didn't get very far. The whole time we were freaking each other out, like we're kind of like pushing each other on like no you go no you go no you go and uh we made it to the front door that's as that's as far as we made it until we heard a noise from inside and we both bolted like we ran i've never run as fast in my entire life he went back to this place a handful of times it's one of those things high school and college kids do for fun and to freak each other out germany asked how curious what's the history of this building was it really an orphanage and is it haunted? He says he's heard a couple of explanations for the ghosts, but this was the most common one. That there was a priest there who went crazy, and there were a bunch of children that were put there in the orphanage to be adopted, but the priest wanted to keep them, uh, like, to keep their souls there. So, like, there's a bunch of children buried on the premises. Jeff Provine has written a handful of books on the supernatural in Oklahoma. He says Guthrie is one of the state's most haunted cities. Provine has heard a different story about the orphanage. So the legend goes that uh, the headmistress at the orphanage was so cruel uh, that uh, after uh, killing one of the children due to corporal punishment, uh, she just buried him in the basement, and one of the staff uh, couldn't take it anymore. And so she went up to the, the bell tower and hanged herself. He says in another story, the groundskeeper commits suicide in the bell tower. They say that at midnight, if you're up in the tower and wait and watch, you can see the shadowy figure fall down and hang by the neck. The former orphanage is now an event center and hotel called Dominion House. Question asker Caleb Germany and I went to visit. Uh, this used to be, this is a dormitory building. that, And there used to be another dormitory building identical to it that sat right here and it came back here to the north. Trey Ayers gave us a tour of the property. His company bought it in 2000 and has been renovating it. Started working on the budget. Ayers says it used to be the Masonic Children's Home and was built by the Freemasons organization in the early 1920s. More than 100 children reportedly lived at the home in its early days. And for a few years, Ayers says the top floor was a home for the elderly. The building had an indoor swimming pool and a big gym, but by the 1970s, there were fewer than two dozen children staying there. According to the Oklahoma History Center, the home closed in 1977. So what was it like to live there? Apparently, pretty nice, at least according to a memory book published by the Oklahoma Masons in 1995. Vanya Robertson Gao writes, quote, That February day in 1930, when I arrived at the mansion and got to know my 130 or 40 new brothers and sisters, my extended family was born. We all had plenty to eat, nice clothes, and caring people to look after us. 
The book doesn't include anything about mean supervisors or harsh punishments, but it was written by the people who ran the home. If bad things happened, they probably wouldn't highlight them. But this gets at another question. There are dozens of scary stories involving children's homes or orphanages. Film critic Peter Bradshaw writes children are a big theme of the horror movie genre. But why? Bradshaw says we're afraid to watch children because they're vulnerable. That forces us to recognize our own vulnerability. We also generally think of kids as harmless, so it freaks us out when they're evil, like in Rosemary's Baby or The Omen. And plenty of real-life terrible things happen to kids. Just recently, some former residents of a now-closed Catholic orphanage in Vermont have reportedly accused staff of beating and sexually abusing children. Some of them died. So ghost stories can be based on very real fears. Back in Guthrie, the children's old dormitories have been converted into hotel rooms. The old cafeteria is a grand ballroom. And people still report seeing and hearing unusual things. Here's Jeff Provine, the supernatural historian again. They said that they would see this little boy running around. Uh, or other people claimed to have heard children laughing when the kids were all outside. Uh, what they've all said, it's been very positive stuff. In fact, one person told me that it's good luck if you have your event there and, and one of the kid ghosts shows up. But Provine says he hasn't heard of anyone seeing a shadowy figure in the bell tower. I think the stories got started just because, you know, a big, awesome, old building built back in the 20s and then in the 70s uh, closed down, so abandoned uh, mansion there on the edge of town. Like, that's urban legend fodder right there. Julie Ayers directs the Dominion House. I mean, people will call, people will come to weddings, and they'll ask. And like I, I always say, I, I would be much happier if I had a story, but I don't have anything exciting to share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, you, <laughs> you know, know. But people, you know, they'll, they'll, if they think that that's what it is, then that's, you know, that's what they think. She says they've spent many late nights in the building and haven't experienced a single thing. No, we had a lady one time make a comment, because I read it online somewhere, that uh, the, the bathroom, because she came to a wedding. The bathroom was unseasonably cold, and she felt like that could be it. What she doesn't know is I have an air conditioner that just solely feeds that bathroom. (laughs) So, yes, it can get super cold because it's on that side of the building, and I want to make sure that it can stay cold. Caleb Germany, who originally asked how curious about the building, says it was cool for him to see it in the daylight, but it was hard to shake his memories. When I pulled up, it definitely brought back the heebie-jeebies, you know? So... Everything came like rushing back. You know how you kind of like second guess your memory? Well, I was like, nope, this definitely happened. I was here. We drove here and my buddy definitely abandoned us at that corner right over there. And it was one of the scariest moments of my high school life. And he says he's surprised there's some truth to the rumors. The building was an orphanage and it was run by a kind of secretive organization. I mean, I know that they're saying like, there's no like real ghost stories here or anything like that. I mean, can you really say that there's no ghosts in here? I don't think so. He says he'll always have his own little history with the building, whether it's haunted or not. That's it for this episode of How Curious. Send us your questions. Our email address is curious at kgou.org. Happy Halloween.